Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's going on, guys? Thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's IBG episode, I've got a, a bunch of them coming up, so just uh, be on the lookout or look forward to or whatever, um, however you want to say it, whatever you want, however you want to feel about it. Um, I, this is where I try to get my my thoughts and ideas and some trials and tribulations through throughout you know the days on the field, in the field, just like you guys, uh, just kind of sharing it on here in between all the guest interviews. That's why I call it in between guest IBG uh, episodes. AKA solo episodes. Um, but so I haven't had a whole lot of them. I mean, I've, I've been recording them here and there and everywhere, but I've just had a whole lot of content adding up for, um, from, I mean, rather from all the different events that I went to and hosted throughout the winter into early spring, you know, such as the Kohler event, lawn landscape society in February, got some content from there, got a ton of content from the first ever pod row down in synced live in Atlanta, which is coming up again this year here in February. So look out for all the information there. Um, been talking about that. We'll be talking about that. Some episodes in the past, um, that, I, that, I, that I have, um, spoken about that myself as well as they have a podcast that just came out that I was on as a guest and I shared that as well. So you can go check out some of the archives a few weeks ago or so, and you can find some more information about Sync Live and Pod Rogan is going to be there as well. But before that, we've got the huge event coming up in August, uh, which Pod Rose, our second Pod Rose going to be bigger, better and badder. And we're going to have a great time um, collaborating with lots of folks um, myself, Paul Jameson, John Pajak with Profit First. I'm, not, I'm sorry, Profit First. <laughs> Freudian slip there. Profits by Pajak uh, and John Pajak's uh, episode or uh, podcast there. Um, Profit First. That's a book by Mike Michalowicz, which is a good book. Which you know, it's 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 a great compliment, John, that I paired you with Mike Michalowicz, right? <laughs> But anyway, so the three of us will be there. Pod Row at the huge convention. Details to that is in the episode link description. You get $25 off the registration uh, by using code podcast or just clicking on the link in the episode description. Uh, like I said, to register and get all the information you want and need. It's in Nashville, Tennessee towards the end of August. Perfect time after the hot, long dog days of summer. Starting to get burned out. It's a good way to kind of, of course, it's still hot in Nashville, but there's so much so much fun stuff to do in Nashville in the air conditioning at, at the conference center, um, you know, for the huge convention, hanging out with us at pod row, sharing, sharing your stories, providing content. We're going to be interviewing tons of successful folks all over the different service industries, lawn, landscape, window cleaning, pressure washing, house cleaning, all, all everywhere, all over the place, all in between lots of new people that we're going to meet. Um, reconnect with with some folks that we've 
gotten to know over the years and so on. So we're looking forward to that. That's coming up again. All the information to that is in the episode description. So there's going to be tons of content coming from that after that, from August all the way into, you know, fall and, and winter, probably we'll have lots of content from that. And then of course we have equip where we're going to, I'll be making a point to get some content down there and, 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 and hanging out with you guys as well there. We've got the morning show at expo, which is influencer live re, rebranded. If you're not sure what that is, it's a live podcast recording show in front of a live studio audience at Equip Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Before the doors even open, you get early access just to the morning show at Expo. Myself, Paul Jamison, and Caleb Allman with the Good Contractor Podcast. John Pajak will be out in the audience with the microphone for Q&A for any of you guys in the live studio audience. If you want to ask any of us questions after we, you know, we spend about 20 minutes per episode, per, per podcast, that is, of live recording you know, about five to 10 minutes to allow you guys to ask questions and all that's being recorded. So Mr. Producer can edit it all up for us and upload and we can upload it onto our podcast after equip. So those of you that couldn't attend can hear it. But if you do attend, definitely make sure you check that out. Again, information for all that is also in the episode a description with your 50% off link for registration to equip. If you haven't already, um, there's the rally, there's so many things. So all that stuff is in the episode description for sure. Click on the link, check that out. Click on any links that apply for more information to register uh, and so on. And I've been talking about this leading up to this episode. There's several episodes with me and with Paul and myself and uh, IBG episodes, you know, that I talked about and collaborating with other folks. So go ahead again, if, if you haven't uh, been catching up on the, on the last few weeks of episodes here and those your media podcast, definitely go back and look at some of those, you know, they're all good. But, you know, if you're specifically looking for information, updates on Equip, Synced Live, the huge convention, all that stuff, separate episodes for all those things. So you can check all that out so that I'm not going into any more than a five minute intro of details of that. Because just I said all that to say, right, my, my new thing, my new phrase, said all that to say that uh, I'm going to be having several IBG episodes coming down the pike. Got lots of different thoughts and ideas. Like I said, when I first started this episode from, you know, out there mowing, cutting grass, going through it, just like you guys, lots of things pop up in my head, experiences, um, thoughts and ideas and so on. So on, on this episode, what we're talking about is, uh, you know, something that's near and dear to my heart, too short, too high. What time will you be here? You know, like, I wish I could make that rhyme. I could probably do better at that, but it was just kind of something that I threw together real quick. To make a point, uh, too short, too high, what time will you be here? That, my friends, is the mantra of a PETA customer. If you're not, and if you're not sure what a PETA customer is, I have a whole episode dedicated to that way back in the archives, episode 19, with none other than Greg Chisholm, geek to freak lawn care and fitness himself from the good old days of YouTube, literal OG, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago, he was making YouTube videos. I stumbled upon his videos and the infancy of this community of content creators um, and everyone just following along and consuming all the content and creating content them, them, yourselves, themselves, and so on. All of that collaborating, live events, like-minded you know, individuals, entrepreneurs, sharing, growing together, friendships, all that was started way back then, you know, about nine, 10 years ago, uh, when, well, 10 years, yeah, like 
10 years ago, really, um, nine years that I've been doing lawn care full time. That's when I kind of stumbled upon it, but he was doing it longer than that. But so that he's the OG I got, was able to get him on the podcast. We had a good old time laughing about good old PETA customers. I knew, you know, that he'd have a lot of fun things to say and, and then he'd get a kick out of some of my stories and we just had a good time. You know, we've gotten to know each other, obviously way back then over those early years. And, you know, we've kind of all been, um, spread out doing different things, you know, um, he's not in a lawn care and YouTube lawn care as much anymore. He's kind of come back to it a little bit, which is cool. He's always been a, an entertaining and inspirational person in our community and in our industry. Um, but you know, we've all just gone done so many different things and we've reconnected again over the years. Um, so I was able to get him on the podcast now that I have one. And like I said, we had, we had a great time. So, I definitely want to uh, implore you to go check out episode 19 way back, way back in the archives. The 19th episode, man. Holy cow. This says February 2nd, 2021. So almost two years ago, right? No, it has been more than two years ago because this coming February will be 2024. So that'd be three years. So yeah, over two years ago, when, when I first started my podcast in November of 2020, um, good old COVID year, but yeah, way back then I was able to get Greg on and we had a good time. So anyway, good old PETA customers. The stand As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Stands for pain in the ass. That's what that stands for. But uh, again, I don't want to take any of the fun away from that episode, uh, episode 19. Go check that out. But that, back to what I'm saying, to, you know, have you ever had people that say, oh, the grass is too short. Can you cut it longer? Or, oh, the grass is too high. It grows so fast. Can you cut it shorter? Or they text you or call you or email you, hey, at like two o'clock in the afternoon. Hey, just wanted to know what time you're going to be here or the day or night before. Hey, just wanted to know what time you're going to be here tomorrow. All of those things are to some perfectly normal questions to ask. But from those that know, you know, um, from my experience to yours or soon to be, <laughs> those are, like I said, the mantra of a PETA customer. Those are people that are just annoying. You know, they're, they're really, they really are just a pain and they stress you out. It's unnecessary. And if you stack up more than one of those, if you start accumulating those types of people, it's going to make you 
kind of forget what you are doing this for in the first place and take a lot of the joy and fun or whatever out of, you know, you're, you're out of lawn care, out of your business. And, and it's just going to make it seem more stressful and maybe more miserable than it needs to be. And then it is. So you really got to be mindful of that because that's just not, you know, th- those things too short, too high. What time will you be here? Those are just not things that your average ideal client is going to ask you. Of course, you might not know what you're doing in the beginning or something, you know, maybe you just started mowing lawns and, you know, you, you end up cutting the yard too short by mistake, or you scalp a spot or something, you know, of course, those things are going to be, those things should be pointed out to you by the client. If, you know, they notice it and they're concerned about it, you know, a lot of people will just let it slide and wait till the next, unless it's terrible, you know, they'll, they'll let it slide, wait till the next week. Because they might just assume that it's just, it was a mistake, especially if it's like a, a, a spot or a section that you accidentally scalped, you know, like that, like, Ooh, sorry. You know, I'm my bad. You know, we'll make sure we don't do that next week. You know, like there's nothing else you can do about that. And so there's no need to come out and complain about it. A lot of times if you're proactive, then you can avoid that as well. Like if they're home or, or you email or call them later or text them later and say, Hey, I'm really sorry. You know, I didn't, know that you had this big dip in your yard or whatever the deal is. It's typically like the first time you cut someone's yard, you know, the first or second or whatever. And you just, you know, a spot that you weren't used to navigating, especially the bigger of a mower deck that you have, this, this tends to happen. And you just kind of turn around on it the wrong way, or just kind of hit, hit, hit the slope in, in the wrong spot. And one wheel goes down the other one goes up and just boom, you know, you just kind of carve into the into the grass there, you know, it happens to everyone, it happens to all of us at least once. I mean, it's just one of those things that you sometimes can't expect or anticipate. A lot of times it does happen because we're trying to cut corners or, you know, like try to hurry up and just cut more grass instead of having to go back and trim it, you know, like, oh, let me just see if I can get this spot here. And then, oh, dang, I scalped it, you know, like, so a lot of times that happens too. But at the end of the day, if, if you are proactive and you let them know, hey, I apologize, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, mean to do that, or I didn't expect this or that, that, you know, that, that hole or that dip or whatever, you know, it, it, it'll grow back. Um, you know, we'll make sure that doesn't happen again. Like, you know, that, that should be fine. Sometimes people don't even notice, but you saying ahead of time, it really, it, it, it helps. It really does help. Trust me from experience, you know, it helps them, you know, not, be upset. It also just kind of, it's like a, like a deposit in your, um, I don't know, good faith or customer service bank or whatever you want to call it. So that later on down the road, if something does happen by mistake or by accident that you didn't notice, maybe you have employees and they did something they didn't notice or didn't say anything to you and you didn't notice it, Hopefully, you know, that will give you a little bit of a pass because of the credit you've already built up with how proactive you normally are and you're very careful and the one or two mistakes that do end up happening, you know, they're going to, they're going to, uh, be more, um, lenient or more understanding. There you go. More forgiving about it. Uh, especially if you forget to say something or maybe you didn't even know, you know, the, Hey, I know you're normally really good about this, but uh, you know, maybe you just didn't notice, maybe one of your guys did it, but blah, 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 you know, that the whole section got scalped or it was cut too short and now it's, you know, looks like it's, it's scalped or whatever, or it doesn't, I don't know if it was cut 
sure enough, it doesn't even look like it was cut. You know, I don't know if you missed this spot or if it just the deck was too high, which is another another accident, right? How many times have you had a new person or maybe you're, even yourself, maybe either you got distracted looking at your phone for some reason or another, which happens all the time. You know, I'm not talking about like, you know, video games or social media, like a customer texts you or you get a phone call or voicemail or email or whatever. What's for dinner, honey, you know, type deal. And and uh, and you get distracted or someone, you know, your client or the neighbor or something distracts you and you forget to lower your your uh, your your mower deck down to the proper height of cut. And now it's like all the way up at five inches or whatever it is on transport. And you just go ahead and hit the blades on and start striping away. And, and you real and, and sometimes you don't even realize, but typically you realize like after the fact and you're like, oh, man, you know, that's a bummer because. You know, uh, <laughs> now I have to redo this whole thing. Like I didn't even cut anything. All I did was kind of push some grass, blow some grass around back and forth. It's, it's happened to the best of us. Trust me. Um, you know, it's, some of my employees have done that accidentally. I've surely completely skipped a spot, not even like forgetting to lower the deck. I just completely forgot to go back and finish a section of like a backyard or something because I got totally distracted by who knows what. But I know I've definitely done that a few times or I was in a hurry or whatever the deal is. So, you know, that that happens. So the, the, those kind of things are if, if you're proactive, you do a good job, you, you, you know, you're honest, you let people know ahead of time. Hey, this is what happened. I apologize. This is what we did to fix it or it won't happen again. Or we'll try to do do these different things, put these measures in place so that it won't happen again. You know, it hopefully will like I say, when the time comes where you do forget something and you didn't notice, they will hopefully be more understanding and forgiving and so on. Toro's brand new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. What's going on, guys? I hope I see you at the huge convention coming up August 23rd through the 25th. You can go ahead and click the link in the episode description to get all of the details about what the huge convention is. I'll just say that it's one of the service industry's premier conferences. I talk all about it in episode 251. 251, if you go back to that episode on the LCR Media Podcast, I sit down with the CEO of the huge convention, and we talk all about the origins and what it's going to have uh, this year in Nashville, Tennessee. Great location. It's been there for many years. It's been going on for many, many, many years. Tons of great information for all entrepreneurs, lawn, landscape, window cleaning, pressure washing. The, the list goes on and on and on. All service industry. Myself. Paul Jameson of the Green Street Podcast, John Pajak with Profits with Pajak, Keith Kalfas. We're all going to be there podcasting at Pod Row along with a lot of special guests. We're going to be interviewing attendees as well as the panelists, speakers such as Marvin Salcedo, who's going to be one of the speakers with Salcedo Lawns. Uh, we're going to be interviewing him and so on. Lots of great content going to be coming through that way. You guys are invited. Definitely check it out. Like, like I said, the link is in the episode description. And if you put in code podcast, you save $25 off. Or if you just click the link, it automatically will put a podcast in there, the link that's in the episode description. I hope I see you guys there.
those are the good scenarios. So those that those make sense. But the people that are always nitpicking every little thing, oh, you missed that blade of grass, holding on to your check before you you know they give it to you, walking every square inch of the property. Are you sure you cut this short enough? You know, like, or like I said, the opposite, you know, these people, they, they want you to come out every 10 days or every two weeks. Don't even get me started. I have a whole episode on that. If you want to check that out, that's on uh, episode 164. You can check that out. IBG on demand biweekly and 10 day mowing. Nah, sorry. Nah, fam. That's not for me. Been there, done that. I know when we're all starting out, we all got to start somewhere, right? But you live and learn. And the p- purpose of me providing anyway, the this kind of information is to hopefully help you guys avoid that stuff. Um, you know, wh- wh- whether you've already been there, done that or not, it's, you know, hopefully... Hopefully something I say sometimes along the line still is of value, even if you're, if you're at the level that I'm at, you know, you've been there, done that, so on and so forth. But yeah, I, you know, if you're doing biweekly, for example, that's already a PETA customer. If, if, if their yard doesn't need, if their yard needs to be cut weekly, there's a difference between a true biweekly, you know, the yards are just, there's no irrigation. So they're kind of dried. They dry out pretty quick. They're kind of mixed with weeds and grass and, you know, the bigger, bigger like acreage properties out in the uh, rural areas typically are that fit that kind of profile. But for the most part, um, you know, so those, though they don't grow as much every week to be cutting it, but the ones that are heavily irrigated in the nice cookie cutter neighborhoods, the HOA homeowner associations where I frequent, um, um, where I, where I frequent, what is the, what am I trying to say? Regularly. There we go. Wow. Brain freeze there. Where I frequent regularly in HOAs, those are my stomping grounds basically. And those yards have no business being bi-weekly yards. Because even if you don't fertilize or irrigate, unless your yard is just nothing but weeds, which then I don't want anything to do with that yard either, which again, another episode that I talked about that, I don't even know what the name of that one even is, but anyway, to even look it up and, and tell you guys, but that's just, I, I, just a quick summary of that is I don't take on yards like that anymore unless they sign up for fertilization weed control. That's how I mitigate that because, you know, when those yards exist in the neighborhoods that we're already at, you know, we, we you know, we, we have onesie twosies, you know, in, in, in the neighborhoods and then, but typically we have twosie threesies, right? We pull up, we stop, we unload, we bang out two, three, four, eight yards at a clip and then load everything back up and drive around the corner a couple, couple streets down and, drop off, you know, then unload, do another couple or one and then load and then head across the street or down around the corner to another one or whatever, but they're all in the same HOA. So we can just bang out up to 20 a day. Like it's nothing uh, as long as we have enough people and it's not a hundred degrees and and everything is smooth and dry and not wet and muddy and all that stuff and super tall and thick, like spring and fall, all that slows you down a little bit. We can only only get like 16, 17 done in those kind of days. But regardless, it's a lot of yards that we can still get done. They're all like around 10,000 square foot, little give or take, you know, up or down. But, you know, whatever you think of your average HOA homeowner cookie cutter uh, houses, that's, that's what, that's where, where we frequent. So when there is a yard in between all that, that's filled with weeds and, and they want me to cut it every two weeks, I'm like, nope, we cut, we come out weekly and we, we, uh, require you to sign up for fertilization and weed control. It's a whole package deal here, folks. 
And that that's not the case necessarily with all of my clients and, you know, their neighbors, we may only be cutting their yard and another local um, competitor, that's what you want to call them, but all they do is treat yards. They don't mow. So they're not really as big of a competitor to me as, as uh, you know, <clears throat> as, as some of the other companies that do everything. You know, so a lot of people will have this fertilization and weed control only company that's super popular, does a really good job. They're really big in our state. They're all over the state. And then I'll, you know, we'll, we'll mow and trim the bushes, do the mulch in the spring, you know, we'll aerate and seed in the fall, um, you know, things like that. We'll, we'll, we'll do all the, the lawn and landscape maintenance throughout the year for them if they already have someone else fertilizing their lawn. So I'm not going to force them to drop them just to get, just so that we can do the fertilizing we control because their yard is, is nice because it's being treated. So I don't really, as long as it's being treated by someone, I don't care. Of course, I would like everything to be in house because that's obviously more revenue for me and, and more control over the situation. You know, I, I, I don't have to worry about pulling up to mow and the fertilization companies, they're spraying or just sprayed. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You know, I'm just cutting it all anyway. You know, no, I'm just joking. But, you know, it just messes everything up. Obviously, if I'm the one doing it, I can coordinate everything because I'm the one doing it. So I'm not going to have that problem. But it is what it is. Ultimately, as long as the yard's being treated is all I care about, which is the point of when I get the weedy yard requests for, um, cutting it every two weeks. It's, I tell them, no, you have to, we're going to cut it every weekly, every week. Oh, my grass doesn't grow that long, that fast. No, I I understand, but it will. Once we start treating it, getting rid of all these weeds, nourishing the grass, aerating and seeding to get more grass. And you're going to have a nice lush lawn like your neighbors. Isn't that what you want? Unfortunately, that's not what everybody wants. They just don't want to get fined by the HOA, you know, because their grass is overgrown. So, You know, they just want to do the bare minimum, which is job security for us. Right. But I don't want to really deal with the bare minimum people either, because that's just the bare minimum. So you go out there twice a month and hack down their nasty weeds and it's always wet for some reason and cakes up that your deck. So you got to wait till the end of the day to get that yard, regardless of where it falls on your schedule and how inconvenient it is to get there so that you can then go back to the shop or your house or wherever and scrape all that junk out of your deck and change the mowers, clean everything up so that you can hit the next day, the next morning fresh and clean and ready to go on your nice lush lawns instead of plowing through it with all gunked up nasty weed seed chunks and residue all up under there. Like that's not professional. I hope you guys don't do that. But, um, anyway, you know, like, so none of that works for me. So I like, that's just a, another example of a PETA customer. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not the, you know, those are the people that are like, you know, it's too long. Can you cut it shorter? Because they want you to just cut it super low so that you can come every two weeks. You know, they don't want you to have to come every week, even if, even if it really is growing that much. So now you're plowing off so much, you're plowing through so much grass, you're double, triple, quadruple cutting. They don't want to pay for it, but of course you're charging them for it. It's like this big back and forth nonsense that you shouldn't have to deal with. It's a pain, right? They're a pain in the ass that they're PETA customers and it's really annoying. So you want to stay away from those people, you know, like you're already trying to, you know, and so, so that, like, like I said, uh, so the people that want to be biweekly, but they're not. So you, you tell them it's weekly, but they're still trying to get you to cut it shorter, right? I had a guy, you know, he's, Hey, I know the grass grows a lot this time of the year and I know you're supposed to keep it tall, you know, as it starts to get hot, but it just seems like it just grows so fast. Like, can, is there any way you can just cut it a little bit shorter? And I'm just like, man, I'm already 
double cutting some sections of your yard, dude. Like you're killing me now. And you want me to cut it even shorter? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, sure. We'll cut it sh- another quarter of an inch shorter. For one thing, I could say yes, and he wouldn't even know if I didn't even lower the deck. But that's an integrity thing. Personally, I'm a big fan of, you know, your integrity is not what you do when people are looking, but what you do when people aren't looking. Like, you know, that's integrity. That's proof of integrity. So I'm not that guy. So I'm still going to, I'm going to do what I say and lower it down a quarter of an inch and just, you know, do the best I can, but I'm not going to make it perfect. I'm not going to go back and forth five different times to get it all chopped up and looking clean and beautiful because he doesn't want to pay for that. And I'm not going to waste my time and payroll doing that either. I'm going to do the best I can real quick and easy in, in the time that's allotted for that yard, the 20 or 22 minutes for the, the man hours that we have allocated to that yard for the, for the, uh, the, the price for that yard, we're going to do, do what we can in that 20 to 22 minutes. And we're going to make it look good, cut a little bit short if that's what they want, whatever, but there's still a PETA. There's still a PETA because that's unnecessary, you know, like just let us cut it tall. Let us just let us be in control is the bottom line. You want to be in control. You are the service provider. Of course it's their lawn. So of course, you know, they, what they say, you know, that their opinion matters, I should say, you know, there should be a relationship. There should be a collaboration, a partnership between the two of you. They're hiring you to take care of their lawn, whatever that is, mow it, fertilize it, whatever, all the above. So of course, if you don't do something that you said you would do, then they have every right and they should say something. But if you're providing the service that you told them, yes, we'll come every week on whatever day, you know, we'll come every Thursday, we're going to mow your lawn. You know, you don't ever tell people when you're, what time of the day you're coming on Thursday. Like that's ridiculous because so many variables can come into play with that. You don't need someone stalking you every week. Are you coming? Are you coming? What time are you coming? What time are you coming? Like that's totally unnecessary. We're going to cut your lawn on Thursday unless it rains on Thursday, then that should be obvious, but we're still going to send an email. Hey, it was pouring rain and we don't cut lawns in the pouring rain because that's not going to be good for anybody, um, including the mowers, whatever. We'll come the next dry day, which is typically going to be Friday, you know, whatever. Like you still send the email out just for the silly people, just for those epic pitas that just don't have a brain, um, you know, but... <laughs> Don't give them any anything to, to chew on by promising them what time of the day you're going to come every week as well when you first sign up with these people. Just tell them, you know, some people don't even say what day, you know, that they're coming or they give it. Now I give them a range. I say Wednesday, Thursday or Thursday, Friday or Monday, Tuesday, you know, what whatever it is to give me that window in case it rains. So it's not like we're going to come every Monday unless it rains. It's no, we're going to come every Monday or Tuesday. You know, whatever is the driest, um, most uh, efficient day to, to take care of your lawn. Obviously, if it doesn't it doesn't rain on Monday, we're coming on Monday. Or if it didn't pour Sunday night and now everything's muddy mess Monday morning, then, you know, we'll be there on Monday. Like, so I just give everybody that two-day window to help alleviate people, like, stressing me out like that. Like, when are you coming? When are you coming? When are you coming? And all that. And I definitely don't tell them what time of the day. And I even switch that up. I don't always go to everyone the same time of the day every week. Like there's always people in the, there's always first people and there's always people that are going to be last. Right. So I kind of flip flop that from time to time so that the same people aren't always getting woken up at 8 AM, you know, when we're firing up the mowers or 7 AM sometimes when we have those heat advisory days in August, um, 
And we're just trying to get as early of a start as possible. And the noise ordinance ordinance ends at 7 a.m. So boom, 7.01, bang, we're firing it up. And I know that's that's tough because some people, you know, want to get their summer Z's in. I get it. You know, they want to get their little, their, their nap time, they're sleeping in. And especially like the kids, I get it. So I feel bad. So, you know, I, that's just one of the things that I try to do is kind of rotate that out. So it's not the same people being woken up every morning and it's not the same people feeling like they can't have outdoor plans, you know, at four or five o'clock, you know, every week on their mowing day because they're waiting for us to come and, and finish up, you know? So I, I flipped that out and this way people, you know, and that messes with people too. Like, Hey, are you, are you a comment? You know, it's like, we come every, we come at eight thirty every Thursday and here it is three thirty or four. And they're like, Hey, are you coming today? I, or, or, Hey, you missed us today. And I'm like, no, <laughs> we're still in the neighborhood. We're actually on your street. If you just look out your window, you can see us right down the other end, you know, but of course I don't say any of those things. I, you know, I try to be as professional as possible, but I mean, these people can really wear on your nerves. I'm channeling that as you can tell, right? You know, it's, it's nine years of people doing that. You know, I'm, I'm quick to, to, to nip that in the bud, you know, whether it's canceling them altogether or just saying, Hey, nope, you know, boom, you know, this, the, you know, or in these cases, it's like, Yep. Yeah. We're, we're, we're on our way. We just flip flopped the schedule today. So, you know, instead of you being first or one of the first, you're one of the last, you know, so we're, instead of coming at eight or eight 30, we're coming at four or four 30, whatever it is, you know? So, uh, next week we'll probably be back in the morning again. We just like to switch that out. So everyone has a different variety. It's not the same people and so on. So anyway, you know, I, telling people an exact time, that's just another more ammunition for them to, to annoy you with, to be a pain about. And, and, and again, the, the too short, too high, these are all just kind of analogies, examples. And ultimately, like I said, the mantra of a PETA customer and their red flags, you want to stay away from those people. There's no reason why you should be cutting the, the yard short, shorter than you as the professional feel is necessary. And, um, you shouldn't be cutting it higher than what you feel is necessary. You're the professional. So back to just rounding that out, like I said, you're the boss, it's your business. You should know, maybe you don't, maybe you're just starting out. Sometimes you don't. I've definitely heard a lot of horror stories from other customers that want to be my client that, you know, told me other long care, you know, they asked me all these questions. They got to pre-screen me because they're traumatized from other experiences. Like what, you know, what, what height uh, do you cut the grass at? Do you cut the grass at four inches? You don't cut the grass any lower than four inches. Do you, you know, like, and they're all like paranoid. And I'm like, no, we, you know, usually four is low as I want to go. I'd rather keep it even higher than that if I can, you know, depends on how much your grass is growing, but especially in the summer, the higher you keep it, you know, the, the taller you keep it, the the better it will withstand the drought and the heat and all that stuff. And oh, good, good, that's great. The last guy he cut it on three and a half, and and he 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 said his deck doesn't 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 change heights. And he just sets it one height, and he just mows everyone on the same thing. And I think to myself, oh man, one that's not true. Two, I understand it's just more of annoyance if you have a fixed deck mower. You can't just continuously change the deck on the fly. Obviously that's not a thing. If you, if you don't know that, then it's not obvious, but you know, a fixed deck mower is just that it's a fixed deck. You know, you have to be, the, the mower's got to not be running or at least, you know, the, you know, you, you can't change it while you're cutting the grass. You got to shut the blades off, put it in park. It can be running, but you're wasting gas, whatever, you know, and you got to use some tools to take 
things apart, change, you know, take the wheels, tires, whatever, spacers, move things up and down to adjust the height. It's kind of a pain for sure. So that's not something you want to do in the middle of a lawn. You don't want to have to do that from lawn to lawn. You definitely do want to pick a height that is going to take care of all the lawns. Some might be a little too, a little bit shorter than you want. Some might be a little bit higher than you want. Um, so it is, but, but it is what it is. That's the mower that you have, but it is obviously better to have a floating deck or, you know, an adjustable deck, whatever the brand wants to call it, where it's got a, a height adjustment lever that you can easily raise and lower the deck at whatever increments, 25, you know, whatever quarter inch, 25, 0.25, whatever quarter inch, you know, increments you want so that you can adjust it on the fly because you, you, you know, you're going fine at four inches on all these yards and all of a sudden you get to the overachiever and you're, you're over here at four and three quarters, just plowing through and, you know, two, three inches of grass. And you're like, wow, somebody's overwatering and fertilizing over here, but it's job security, right? You don't have to worry about them drying out and, and having to skip them. So, but anyway, which that's all in my 12 month billing. Anyway, we get paid no matter what, you know, it's not our fault if you don't water your lawn properly and we have to skip it and we're still getting paid the same amount every month anyway, which is based off of an average amount of cuts. So that's another story for another day as well. That's also a previous episode, I believe is titled something like 12 month billing or whatnot, but that's also back in the archives there. So you can just go through some of, if you, if you're bored, you go through the podcast and check out all these references here that I, that I, um, referred to some with actual episode numbers. I took a minute to check it out. Took a second actually to check it out. But ultimately you want to stay away from PETA customers. I haven't talked about, I mean, I throw that out there here and there in other topics. I mentioned that for sure. But, um, you know, we have a dedicated episode, like I said, back episode 19, talking all about PETA customers. Um, but this is just kind of, I haven't really talked about it a lot since then. And, you know, it's 200 some episodes later, two over two years later, stay away from the PETA customers. They keep coming. They keep coming. They never go away. They're everywhere. They're always popping up. Red flags are, you know, too short, too high. What time will you be here? You know, these are all things after you start mowing typically, but sometimes they'll ask you these questions right out the gate. And those are some red flags you want to be careful of. doesn't necessarily mean you got to slam the door in their face and say, nope, and walk away. I'm not doing it. You know, that they might just want to have this information up front because they're, you know, they're scarred from previous lawn care providers, unfortunately, that did them wrong, you know, and, and, and they just want to make sure that they, that, that you're going to do them right. So, so you got to keep that in mind as well, but. I just wanted to throw these these kind of things out here in this IBG episode, a little lighthearted, you know, but serious at the same time. Because if you if you like I said in the beginning of this episode, if you allow these PETA customers to accumulate, they will stress you out beyond all belief, and it will make things seem a lot harder and more stressful than they need to be. You know, and there's no need to to deal with that when you have all of the ideal clients that you want. And the, you know, the right areas and you have the right equipment, you know, you've, you've, you've established everything, you've worked your way up, you know, you got a nice, nice, uh, outfit, uh, I mean, nice, um, setup and route density and all that stuff. It's, it's, it just really makes sense. It, it's, um, you know, it, it's going to be more enjoyable. So I'm trying to say. You know, to, to, you know, there's always going to be ups and downs to everything, right? Whether you're working for someone else at a job or you're working for yourself with your own business, there's going to be ups and downs no matter what, or you, you know, you're, you're stay at home, mom, dad, whatever. 
There's always going to be ups and downs, pros and cons to everything. But you want to minimize, you know, the downs as much as possible and try and promote as many ups as possible, right? So that's that's the best um that's the best that I got for today. Sorry, I got a little tongue tied there. Um someone was calling me in the middle of my podcast <laughs> recording there, so it was a little distracting. Sorry about that. I had to sign had to ignore that real quick and follow up on that as soon as I get done recording this. But I just wanted to wanted to get that out there for you guys so that you're not unnecessarily stressed, um, you know, because this it, it's, you know, focus on what you can control. And that is something that you definitely can control. You can't control if it's going to rain, but you can control, you know, the type of clients that you have, you know, uh, on your, uh, you know, on, on your list uh, that, that you're taking care of. So just keep all that in mind. Just trying to keep it fun, but also serious at the same time. Beware of the mantra of the PETA customers. <laughs> thank you guys for listening, as always. And thank you for the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And until the next episode, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.